the Pro Wrestling Bowl. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene. Taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. Are you a fan of pro wrestling, comedy, and combat sports? Then we have the podcast for you, because we cover that and much, much more. Do you like to debate with your friends? Do we have the perfect segment for you? It's the 531, where we take any given subject, break it down to a top five. From there, we debate it down to three, and then into that number one spot. If you want to get a hold of us, find us on our social media. Search Working Fans Podcast on any major social media platform. And if you want to find the podcast, search for us on any major podcast platform as well as YouTube. Working Fans Podcast. We put in the work so you don't have to. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the number is 82 Designs. 482 Designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82 Designs, at F-O-U-R, 82 Designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, Go to four82designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's a light years better than our first one. Also, we survived the washer and dryer. They look good, and they're good quality. Nice. And those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing. And luckily, we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans. But that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. Welcome back for episode 169 of the Working Fans Podcast. We are brought to you by the Pro Wrestling Vault, Volume 1 and Lance by Chance, written by Vinny Berry, available at WrestleVille.com. All of the following books are available on Amazon, including Super Vows, and Pade Du, written by friend of the show, Kevin Kelton. I'll be here all week, and all that's left, written by Ward Anderson, as well as his stand-up special. Blood and Fire, the unbelievable real-life story of wrestling's original Sheik, written by Brian R. Solomon, How Not to Suck at Comedy, by Pat Oates. Matt Memories, by John Arezzi and Greg Oliver. If you're an artist in the Connecticut area or surrounding states and are looking for studio time, check out the great people over at Connecticut People Records. And if you're looking for some entertainment on YouTube, check out New Heights Wrestling, where it's our wrestling commentary home, where myself and the man called Dave call some of the best Florida independent wrestling. Dave, how's it going today? It's going, baby. It's going. Shout out to the sponsors. Yeah. And shout out to everybody that didn't give us list for Abdullah the Butcher. So we are we're going to be figuring out something different for the show. Yep. Next week is going to be our last 531 for a little bit. And if you want to know who it is, you got to stay tuned into the end of the episode. But we got some big things coming up. Uh, next month is usually the hip hop for the homeless concerts. Talking to s- some sponsors to help us, you know, fill out the wrestling crates or the wrestling baskets that we raffled off last year. What else we got going on, Dave? We got our 31 horror movies in 31 days. Still doing it, baby. I thought you were going to burn out, but you're just hanging in there, working fast. Horror facts facts dropped off a little bit, but 
AJ's in the Dominican Republic avoiding the feds and we can't keep up everything. So yeah. I asked him for a list of that. Even he, he, I don't know. He was like that means that you filthy rat. I ain't doing shit for you. <laughs> I wonder if his wife, I wonder if she knows he's in the Dominican rats. Republican. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I called it the Dominican Republic Republican. That's how bad a week this is, but <laughs> God, there's, Rampage tonight at the Mohegan Sun Casino. We got we'll be there live. Say hi to yeah. him. You know the working yeah. podcast. <laughs> we got friend of the show. Scott is going to be in New York for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Long time close personal friend, Scott. Coordination. Yeah, GC, GCW on fight. There's so much wrestling. What have you been keeping up with lately this week? Oh, not a lot, man. I mean, right now, mostly AEW and WWE, just kind of doing the major stuff. I did listen to Alex Hammerstone on a Talk is Jericho podcast. Yeah. And uh, talking about Fightland coming up. And he's got a match with the judge there. I'm blanking out on his name. Joku. And yeah, the. The judge is basically his nickname. Yeah, both undefeated. I believe judge is undefeated. I think it's singles competition, so it should be a fun match. It's one of those things MLW does well. They build up like two particular talents, you know, keep them kind of unpinned, and you know, usually they're like these good size looking guys too to look like you know throwback old superstar wrestlers, and they build up a big show like this once in a while, which I always now, thought. If I'm not mistaken, is the judge in with that Beaumier Fight Club? They were pursuing him. I don't remember where that went. I I didn't think he did. I thought he was with Calvin Tankman still. And I believe the judge, if I'm not mistaken, trains with Jade Cargill. They definitely do. Yes. That has, I've seen videos on social media and stuff like that. He was a former NFL player too, I believe. Yes. I'm looking up his name right now. It looks like EJ and Duca. Yep. That sounds right. But yeah, MLW always builds up their events well. And it's been nice that they've been taking these little hiatuses every now and then to kind of, Keep themselves fresh. And ML, Davey Richards is going to be on NWA Hard Times. I think he's defending the uh, national championship against Kobe Carino. Carino, yeah. that's yeah. A, It's good to see there's a lot of cross-promotion and cross-work over there. You know what? The truth is shooting the shit. Talk about like, cross-promotion. The whole thing with uh, Carl Anderson not being allowed to make the booking for that New Japan show to defend the belt uh, yeah. against Galeo. And at the, you know, he's going to Saudi Arabia show. What are your thoughts on that? Just kind of curious. It makes sense. It seems like more of a move that would have happened when Vince was there. But as far as I understood, I think they were wrestling in New Japan without contracts. Sure. Yeah. And sometimes when you take that double booking, no matter who was first, sometimes the bigger or the more official is the one that's going to take over. Exactly. I mean, it's kind of disappointing to see because when you look at like New Japan versus WWE, you would think New Japan is where they'd want to be. It's where Carl Anderson came up in the system. But getting a second run at WWE, it's a weird thing. I'm yeah, I'm not particularly big on it, but it's understandable. There's creative and cash, right? And I think that Vince just mishandled their creative so bad. That they realized they wouldn't be money players anymore, and they got they got let go obviously anyway. But I think they would have been like, "Oh, we're not going back there." But I think with Hunter in charge, okay, now we got kind of a chance. We can work with AJ Styles again, and they're going to pay us well. Let's give it a shot. AJ AEW looks a little oversaturated right now. Let's give this a shot. And I agree. Yeah, it's it's two things. One, it's it's a little petty by WWE, but that's par for the course. But also, like you kind of said too, like ultimately, like New Japan. 
while you're putting a title on a guy that doesn't have a contract, like you kind of know this is a risk, you know, you're going to be running. I when you thought do it this. was weird even without the contract situation because Carl Anderson's good, but yeah. singles title, I I don't see it, especially when he's so big in a tag team. Yeah, I mean, and I don't know where they're going to end up in WWE. I think right now they're in a solid spot with this thing with AJ Styles. But, you know, I was just like posted. You could tell, like, they're not overly, like, excited about the Good Brothers. Now, you know, they weren't negative. It's like they just don't see him as anything particularly special. And I do feel like when they first left WWE, they were hot for a while. And I just don't think that somewhere that got lost a little bit. It did, and I i mean, they're coming into a good program. Like when I think I so, too. Them versus Judgment Day, I'm like, all right, this is I almost perfect timing. They've been in, what, less than a month. They've got what? two weeks away from a big event. It's a big match. It gives Judgment Day something a little different to do. Mm-hmm. They've still got the Mysterio feud, but this is... And Edge. a more interesting match for Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and Edge. And I feel like Judgment Day was an act that was really, that's one thing I was like, Triple H has done good. Like, that was an act that I thought was stale and dead on arrival. And now they're one of the hotter things. Obviously, they're not like the bloodline, but they're one of the hotter things in the company right now. You have several different feuds, and Dominic Mysterio is hated as a heel. Yeah. And I meant to bring this up at the beginning of the show, but if everybody watching likes what we got going on here, like, rate, review, subscribe wherever you can. So many of our viewers are unsubscribed that if you find something interesting in a show, just give it a subscribe. We'll come up with something. Hopefully the next yeah. time. Show Unless some love. Here, then you're going to get work, brother. <laughs> show some love. <laughs> well, this week, the main reason we're here, and we'll get it out of the way fairly early because it's going to be over quick, is <laughs> 531 on Abdullah the Butcher Dream. Love that picture. Oh, yeah. And. I got a variety of lists. How many serious lists did you get? Serious lists. Count in mine. Five. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to give you James Castillo from the Mothership Facebook group because this is one of two not serious lists I got. Oh, six. Count in mine. Serious. Okay. But go ahead. I got Bill Cosby, Harvey <laughs> Weinstein, The Pizza Wrestler, Kenny Omega, Kevin Dunn. All right. We'll keep tabs on these guys. <laughs> Hey, I'll give you Evan Gensberg, who gave me a similar list. He's got Stephanie McMahon, Vince, Michael Cole, Nick Killer Khan, the WWE corporate hatchet man, and Senator Ted Cruz. Go get him, Abby. George Chris Turner from the Mothership Facebook group has Bob Orton Jr., Ooh. Charlie Sheen in a double blood match, so, oh, superstar Jesus. Billy Graham, Tommy Lee from Motley Crue, and Magic Johnson. Okay, there's a theme going there. <laughs> you can Google that, folks. <laughs> and my last joke list is Jesse from New Hampshire. Very surprised. He said Waffle House, Cracker uh. Barrel, Ponderosa Steakhouse, Hometown Buffet, and Nordic Lodge. Actually, happy at Nordic Lodge would be something to say. I, actually, I do have to say, shoot best friend scott i actually did have a conversation with he says i might get some heat for this some circles but i always thought abby was trash in the ring the best matches he had because the other person he was in with i never want to even fantasy book anything with him and i just basically said yeah that's fair he didn't have a big move set was kind of curious about the responses we get this was early on in the week and scott just said all right here's my list abdul versus shoot electric chair so 
<laughs> so Scott, you're apparently not alone. Just so you know, when you listen to this, a few other people share your responses on. I that. couldn't think of many dream matches. If I had to say somebody, okay, maybe Nick Gage. So maybe Moxley, they wouldn't be good matches, but those would be brawling, bleeding matches. When I thought of this list, I originally thought of it for the Mothership Facebook group who gives us a lot of responses. And I thought old school of it. And it was funny because I sat down right before we did the show to think of Abdullah dream matches because I usually do that like right before the show starts to see it. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about this guy. <laughs> I mean, Poncho Ortega has Marco's son, Orange Cassidy, <laughs> Taylor, Hangman Page, and the chick that used to do that Freddie Mercury shit. That's so it. He, he wants to see people get, <laughs> get busted open. Or, yeah. Yeah. Now, I've got three actual lists. God bless Pat Oates. Yeah. What a trooper. I, I got some real lists, too, but go ahead. Pat Oates has Darby Allen. Fit Finley, John Moxley, Nick Gage, Seth Rollins. Interesting. I'm going to actually give you my list then because I wanted to keep mine unique and different. And <laughs> I think that's the theme of today's list. Yes, yes, but I was also serious. I got Samoa Joe. Okay. I got Jacob Fatu, AJ Styles, okay. William Regal, yeah. and I originally had Fit Finley, like Pat Oates, but just to be a little bit different, I'm going to change that, and I'm going to go with Alexander Hammerstone. Jake Rule, AJ Strangebrew. <laughs> <laughs> Double Jake Rule, AJ Strangebrew's wife. <laughs> now, Brian Davis has Yokozuna. Yes. Actors Jack in a deathmatch tournament. Bruiser Brody one last time. Kamala and Umaga. Interesting. They might have did something with him and Kamala once, but it'd be very rare. Yeah. I just, I legit think I remember seeing that in a wrestling magazine, black and white as a kid. That's why I think that. So I can see it. Give me some old school vibes here, but uh, I got Steven Dash Brown. This is a guy now, Joe, who's actually been sending us quite a few lists here on that Dave and AJ account I have on Facebook. Yeah. One of my many accounts on facebook <laughs> he's got one of those accounts shut down now steven rasbrough ah steven dash brown has austin theory the miz sammy guevara mjf and it's almost like they just can't help themselves there has to be at least one donald trump <laughs> all right uh, i mean we're getting what we deserve with this list yeah Jay Joey Wiggins from the Book in the Face Booking the Territory Facebook group had New Jack Sandman Sabu. New Jack City, baby. And he believes Sabu happened at an event, but he was thinking Abby and Sabu like in their 30s. Hmm. Both probably in their prime. Is that line in New Jack City? I'm gonna break off your five dollar ass and make change or something like that. I I am not sure at this moment. Okay. Shout out to Will Hobbs. Day, <laughs> Ricky Starks and Will Hobbs. One of them said that in that feud. Mike Caldwell, always a friend of the show, done plenty of stuff for us. BCW Pro Wrestling. He's got John Moxley, Nick Gage, Sam Stackhouse, Funny Bone, and Cardona. Okay. I get it. And any more lists? Yeah, I got three more. So here we go. Zach St. John who was Mrs. St. John's favorite baby boy, has an uh, excellent one. He was actually a fan of this. So thank you, Zach. John Moxley, Undertaker, Nick Gage, Bader, Brock Lesnar. It would be weird. And then he said, great, now I'm going down Abdullah match hole watching his epic match with Zeus. LOL. Uh, I'm surprised he went down an Abdullah rabbit hole. rabbit hole with this because I wouldn't have. I mean, I thought about it. 
and I tried thinking of his style, but I didn't watch any matches for inspiration. I like I'm not the hugest Abdullah fan. Like if he comes on, it's fine. Yeah, but he's uh, more of like a spectacle. Maybe him versus the Sheik. Yeah, yeah, I see that. You know, I mean, if you talk about a guy, he's one of those guys though. He got the most out of doing the least. He was the ultimate warrior of his time. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, I mean, kind of like that one note match. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Jake St. John. He's got, there's another, Nick Gage, Sabu, Raven, Minoru Suzuki, John Moxley. He had him ranked, and he said Nick Gage would be higher, but I fucking hate him. So, <laughs> there you go. I mean, if we're looking at all these lists, Nick Gage, Moxley pops up a lot. Oh, I had one more list. Oh, Mike Flynn Flynn had his list here. Oh, we don't want to shut him out. No, no, no. Jeff Hardy, someone may die. Darby Allen, someone may die, also die. John Moxley. Okay, so it's John Moxley, Nick Gage. Seems to be the two we're hearing the most. And then MJF, the dynamic would be fantastic. It's not a bad idea if you had a chicken shit heel trying to beg off against him. That could be an interesting matchup. Yeah. Now... I'm just going to put it down to Moxley and Gage because we got so few responses and they were so varied. Then in that case, I would just like to name Nate Fit- Finley, who I heard someone else say, as our third. Because I oh, think, yeah, Pat Oates had it. Yeah, I would put Fit as our number three automatic just because I think that fucking brawl would be amazing. Yeah, it would be, you know, Abdullah coming out of the gate quick. Yeah. It just like not backing down. Oh, yeah. Almost the same match I think you would get with Moxley. With yeah. age, it would just go to weapons and bleeding and be more right. of a spectacle. I'm just going to tell you right now, Moxley's my guy for this. <laughs> I would say Moxley, too. I mean, I would say fit, but like seeing yeah. that Moxley is doing it more modern, that would just right. be the reason I would pick him over it. Yeah. Bigger name, too. No offense to Fit. Fit never had that big run in North America. Fit was obviously a, a big, big name in Europe and well-respected here to the point that even Vince McMahon said he was one of his favorite wrestlers. And you know Fit did not have that style that you think would Vince would like. But, you know, Fit could definitely, when you look at, and I don't know if you've seen it, but that street fight or whatever he had with William Regal back in WCW days, like Finley was a guy that could just beat the shit out of people. So, you know, he could make this perfect. Yeah. So our last five, three, one for a little while. John Moxley is topping the top dream match for Abdullah. We got one more coming. And we're going to tell you what that is at the end. But Dave, I got some breaking news for you. Oh, Oh, yeah. According to Sportskedia, PWI has Uh. named at least their top eight of the women's 150. We talked about this the other week. Hmm. Of the top eight people, there's two you're not going to get. So we'll just get those out of the way right now. Number one, surprisingly, is Suri from Stardom. And number seven is Saya Kimitani, also from Stardom. So that's one in seven. Wow. This is the top eight of the women wrestlers in the world. Yep. Wow. Now, based on I I don't have the rundown, like the breakdown of when this covers, but who would you put as most likely number two? Yeah, that's tough because you don't know when it's ended. Because given a time period, you could have said Brett, B- Brett Baker would have been up there or Thunder Rosa. And then WWE, you know, you had Rousey was champ. Ugh. Number two, who's the woman's champ right now on Raw? Am I drawing a blank? I think I know. Oh, Bel Air. Yeah. I'll go Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is fourth. Okay. How about Bel Air then? Bel Air is second. Okay. 
All right. I was thinking maybe Becky had the belt still. So, okay. Now, third and fifth are not WWE talent. So we're looking at either, I'm going to guess, Thunder Rosa or Britt Baker? Thunder Rosa is third. Yeah. Britt Baker is not in the top eight. Okay. Jordan Grace? Jordan Grace is sixth. Okay. Number five is not W talent. Okay. Mickey James? No. Deanna Peraza? No, surprisingly. Interesting. Oh, oh, Camille? Nope. Surprisingly, all oh, me. All right, not a WWE talent, and uh, is it international? Nope. Huh? It's not Tyler Valkyrie, Tyler Valkyrie, right? No. Oh, good. All right. Not she's good. <laughs> There's other women I would have had hired just because they've done more this year. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Not AEW talent either. AEW. Oh, okay. Oh, Jesus, Jade. Yep. Yeah, because of their record, how she's booked. Yeah. Okay. And then number eight. Number eight, is this a WWE talent? Yeah, this is kind of surprising. Okay. It has right. to be like a yearly thing because I can't think. I haven't seen her wrestle recently. Okay. Huh. Fascinating. Charlotte? Charlotte Flair is eighth. Yeah, okay. That had to be like around the time she went down because I knew it wasn't. We'd already covered Becky and Bianca, and obviously Sasha and Naomi were definitely gone around this time. So that was interesting. That'll be, I believe, next month's magazine. And when that comes out, we will definitely cover it. It's been a busy week, guys. So we are a little underprepared, I'd say, today. Is there anything else in the wrestling world that has interested you? I know this weekend we got a GCW. There's a international bundle, I think, tonight. They'll be wrestling in the junkyard in Mexico. There's a Freedom's 13th anniversary show this weekend. They've got their hit em up show in Los Angeles that Flip Gordon's going to be wrestling Blake Christian on. And then there's one more show I can't remember. I think it's within two weeks, but NWA Hard Times is coming up too. NWA Hard Times is, I believe, three weeks away because that's November 12th. Up right now, you and if you guys mostly watch our wrestling stuff, we've been doing horror movies. We're almost to the end of the month with that. Got a big surprise for you on Halloween. We've been branching out, doing some more stuff with the channel, getting into the YouTube shorts. It's been an yeah. interesting piece of growth for us. You got the date on that? Yep, NWA Hard Times is November 12th. When is full gear? Full gear is the weekend after that, so that'll be like 19th. Yeah, okay. So very good. All right. Yeah. So I think there's a UFC show this night too. Then interesting card homicide, Carrie Morton, EC three, Thomas Latimer. There's a lot of like, you feel like newer talent. They're trying to like maybe get over with some of their established stars. Yeah. Like, I haven't watched as much of the newest season. I, I believe it started with a control your narrative invasion, but since it started a lot of control, your narrative is left. And is Control Your Narrative still a thing? I know they canceled their tour. EC3 is a part of this promotion, but like he's not. I'm not seeing anybody with him right now in the last TV tapings. But I will point out one match. Two former guests of the show. AJ Kazana versus Jordan Clearwater for the vacant NWA World Television Championship. Oh, wow. That's on hard times. That's on hard times. Yep. That match got added because Tyrus. Yeah, it's in the main event, so he vacated the TV title. So, yeah, Clearwater versus AJ Kazana, two former guests. And one former guest of our show will once again be champion. We've had former champions on before. We've been sharing our stuff with Cage My IQ. We finally got a technical issue straightened out. So he's going to be getting a Brian Solomon interview, an interview we did a couple years ago with Ace Steel. It's about time to try and get him back. We got... 
We're sending him John Arezzi as well. Check out Cage My IQ. We got a lot of stuff going on trying to close out the year big. We're at 580 subscribers right now, folks. We are itching. Hopefully in the next six months or so, we'll be at that thousand mark. Yeah, and actually, before we leave, we forgot to tell them who the last 5-3-1 for a little while is going to be. It's the power of the punch. The naughty one, William Regal. That'll be interesting. I hope we get some responses for that. And guys, if you want to hear us do some more 531, send us some suggestions. If yeah. you have an idea for a segment you'd like to hear us do, let us know because we're going to be brainstorming. But I mean, we do this to entertain you guys. So give us some feedback. Let us know what you'd want to see, what you'd want to hear. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. All right. So that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then, as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 